Hello, Peter Squire here, Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board's Vice President, External Relations and Market Intelligence. I'm your host of this special podcast series of The Voice, where we interview 2022 mayoral candidates to hear what they have to say on issues important to the real estate industry. The Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board serves over 2,400 members in and around the Winnipeg metropolitan region who, in 2021, transacted over $6.5 billion in residential real estate through our MLS cooperative selling system and significant amounts of commercial real estate development, sales and leasing through our CPIX commercial real estate system. We believe that real estate is amongst the most important facets of the economy, servicing diverse business sector locations and housing as the anchor to where we live, work, play, and invest in. I'm here to welcome Rick Sean to our podcast. Thank you for joining us on The Voice today. Let's get started. If elected as mayor, what strategies will you implement to reverse the trend we are seeing where more people are leaving our city to go to other provinces than coming here? In my opinion, people want to live in a city that has opportunity and has a great quality of life. You know, a city that's affordable and enjoyable and safe. So these are priorities for me as as mayor, and I'll work tirelessly to ensure that entrepreneurs who want to open to run a business in Winnipeg can do so easily and also be successful. As affordability of housing in Winnipeg uh, becomes a top issue in many, also in many Canadian cities, I think it's our responsibility to ensure that Winnipeg remains an attractive place to live, where the majority of your income is not spent on housing. I've seen so many young adults who, come, uh, who become really highly educated in Winnipeg only to leave to another province for a better opportunity. I've also seen many older adults, some of my friends, return to Winnipeg over time because it can be a comfortable and affordable uh, and family-oriented place to raise their children, which is why I also stayed here and, and did the same. I, I do also look with some concern to what is probably a larger trend than people moving out of the province. It's, it's people moving outside the city limits to some of the bedroom communities. I think it's really important for all Winnipegers to build a city of neighborhoods that make life convenient and provide efficient and functional services to, to those who choose to stay. And I also think we need to focus on our reputation and cleaning up our city. Winnipeg must be a spotless city, in my opinion, and Winnipegers also must feel safe on the streets and in their homes. Our vibrant music, museums, entertainment scene, beautiful seasons, and multicultural restaurants and events are all things that we should be advertising Winnipeg across the country. Winnipeg's a great city. I've known this for a long time. I want everybody else to feel proud of it, so let's be known for what is good about our city. What are your strategies to attract business investment to Winnipeg? And what sectors do you believe should be focused on? Yeah, it's certainly important to recognize some of the industries that are key drivers of our economy. Um, Those could be manufacturing, aerospace, technology, creative industries such as film, finance, agribusiness. These are all really important for Winnipeg's success. Tourism, medical research, uh, two other important industries that really drive our economy. And these industries create employment for Winnipeggers looking to stay in our city and for others arriving. There is little question that putting a focus on high-tech industry and trades has many positive spin-offs for our economy as a whole. It provides opportunities for citizens to gain higher-level education, higher-level skills, education, and further opportunities. So having said that, it's important to me that we build a city that is diverse and not narrowly focused 
on a few certain industries because this creates a city that has balanced strength and stability. The best way to attract and retain business, in my opinion, in uh, Winnipeg is to build a city where people want to be. Today, companies are looking for cities with efficient transportation systems, affordability, great quality of life, and a highly educated workforce that they can tap into. So attracting outside business investment to Winnipeg is obviously essential to our growth and health, but it should be said that we can't forget about the thousands of local businesses that employ hundreds of thousands of people in our city too, and this is a really important thing for me. These businesses, they've already taken the risk to set up shop, and they hire Winnipeggers, thousands of Winnipeggers, so we need to be aware of any opportunity where we can help our local businesses grow to be large and successful and dominant players in Canada. I know you touched on housing affordability, and and that's really the the crux of this next question, because if we don't have enough supply, as we've even seen this year in our current market where we've had a real shortage, we've seen a real spike in prices. They're starting to level off again, uh, given higher interest rates, but we've certainly had evidence of how housing supply shortage can really affect house prices. So my question to you is, what steps will you take to address the issue of Manitoba being one of the provinces with a chronic shortage of residential dwelling units. Yeah, when I read this question, I thought back to when I first bought my house in 2004 because it was almost, it was kind of a similar um, example where house prices really started to raise quite a bit. And Winnipeg has typically been an affordable city to live in. But as I've watched the real estate market pretty intently over the last 20 years, I've seen things change drastically over time. So houses like mine bought in the early 2000s uh, it's almost increased three to four hundred percent since that time. So wages haven't kept pace to becoming even close to keeping up to that. Uh, this is something I think we need to spend a lot of time focusing on, so people are not priced out of Winnipeg as they are in other cities, and we're seeing that all across the country in some of the major cities. You know, one of the fastest way I, ways I can think to solving this shortage is to look at our current zoning code. And through that, we can maybe find ways to make it easier to build smaller houses, multifamily dwellings, you know, even single room occupancy or even accessory dwelling units much more quickly. They can really just help us uh, satisfy some of that short term, you know, crunch in the housing supply and long term, too, as prices become much more uh, expensive. You know, the city of Winnipeg has adopted an infill target of 50 percent in what they call areas of stability. So recent or mature communities. And I think this is a really good strategy because it allows us to build without necessarily placing much more burden on our finances uh, because we're building in areas where the infrastructure is essentially in place. Now, of course, as we grow to a city of a million people and more, you know, we we will need to look towards the edges of the city. And and these projects will have to be scrutinized for their design and long-term benefit. You know, Waverly West was an example or is an example of a community that was designed quite recently with some density in mind and multiple different zoning codes built into it. But I don't think it quite goes far enough and it's still entirely car dependent. So I think we can go even further than that in, uh, in our future developments. How will you build and lead a team at City Council to ensure we receive funding to support growth enabling infrastructure? So first of all, I think it's extremely important that great quality people who are serious about change step up and put their names forward to run for mayor and council. You know, to this point, we haven't seen this in the council race, unfortunately. So I'd really challenge more of the good folk of Winnipeg to take a risk and and work towards making our city the best that it can be. You know, each councillor on city, um, city council has a commitment to their ward, but they also have a commitment to the city as a whole. 
So at times, I think it can be tempting to think ward first, but it will be my job as mayor to continually push for change, you know, to also listen to the motivations and interests of each ward, but then to build that team that ensures we invest in areas of Winnipeg that make most sense at key moments of potential growth. Our city infrastructure investments, they need to be considered from both short and long-term perspective uh, in order to make decisions of priority. So proper long-term planning must be in place so we can properly budget and account for future investment, while giving the construction industry and developers as well clear ideas on how to plan their long-range horizons. What benchmarks and actions will you take to move key projects ahead faster to sustain delivery of core civic services? Personally, I'm a data person, so the first thing I did upon running for mayor was review the past 23 budget documents. It was a very long process. <laughs> That's uh, impressive that you did that. I uh, did. Uh, it's, it's surprisingly difficult, though, to find consistency in how we measure the efficiency of the services we provide as a city. And I think that's a problem because consistency is the key to establishing an accurate baseline from which we can build off of. When we are looking at sort of the news and, and things like that, we can see that, you know, us as Winnipeggers, we tend to often run on a gut feel of how the city is functioning at any given time. You know, we've seen this in responses to, uh, you know, snow clearing, uh, overwhelming litter situation and thousands of potholes this year. You know, having the internal data and then comparing it to external data of other cities allows us to really remove that gut feel approach and uh, allows us to determine if our level of service is really good or bad, you know, for us and in comparison to the uh, other major cities as a whole. Recent evidence, I would say, pandemic aside, it's, it's revealed that the city is becoming a less efficient provider of services over the past number of years. Now, this is mainly due, in you know, my estimation, to some poor management in many cases, but also because the city has taken on substantial amounts of debt, and that leads to cost-cutting measures that really hamper the proper delivery of those services. You know, two things that I see as essential city services that uh, are important are permits and garbage. Permits from the development side and, and uh, garbage just from the cleanliness side. So I would look to the permitting process becoming more streamlined. And for that, I've looked at many other cities. One that stood out was Sao Paulo, where they can fill online permits in about five days because they unify all the documents under one single file. And then in terms of garbage, this has been a really big one for me, you know, uh, in the city. I, I just th- simply think we need a spotless city. And when we want to attract people to Winnipeg and we have a really dirty city, it's kind of that first impression that always turns people off. You know, our garbage litter collection, it, it just in, you know, to be totally blunt, is quite terrible. It needs to occur all year and we need to have teams scouring the city to pick up litter at all times and, and large waste too. So those are a couple of different things that I would, I would look to. I just want to say, uh, Rick, I really appreciate you coming in and participating on our mayoral podcast. Best of luck in, in your campaign and appreciate all your insights that you shared with us today. Well, thanks so much, Peter. And I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and, uh, and uh, your organization that does such great work in Winnipeg. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for participating and sharing your vision on issues important to the Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board, its members, stakeholders, and all Winnipeggers. To our valued listeners, please tune in for more episodes of The Voice, where we invite mayoral candidates to share their vision for Winnipeg. Mm-hmm.